Welcome to the Launch Your Live podcast, a show dedicated to providing you with daily, top-level, live video tips, tricks, and strategies to not only help you start, but also excel at live streaming. Welcome everyone to episode 157 of the Launch Your Live show. I want to wish everybody a happy new year. And I figured, why not kick off the first episode of 2023 for the Launch Your Live show, where we talk about live streaming success in 2023, how to start the year off right. So I'm your host, Christian Karasevich. And for those of you who are new here, This show is all about helping you become a better streamer, and that could be helping with strategy, talking equipment, learning from other successful streamers. We do it all here. Um, But before we begin, if you want to check out any of our past episodes, all you have to do is go to launchyour.live forward slash podcast. Uh, For those of you who want to check out some of the show notes for this episode, it's going to be at launchyour.live forward slash EP157. We'll have links to everything we talk about here. Um, along with some other uh, recommendations as well and resources for you. So I want to kick things off and talk about how to succeed in 2023. I know that, you know, we can't predict the future, but what we can do is, you know, we can work towards uh, being successful at streaming. And so what I've done is I picked out uh, five things that I would recommend to you to help you be successful uh, with streaming in 2023. And I'm going to kind of go through each of these and you'll, you know, I think they're all important. And if you have any that you don't do want to add at any point, you can always uh, message us uh, at launch your live on all your favorite social platforms. Uh, We also have a question for you at the end of the show uh, as we do every single week. So let's kick things off. Happy new year. Here's how you're going to succeed at live streaming in 2023. Okay, number one, one of the big things as people head into uh, 2023, you know, we always set New Year's resolutions and those resolutions could be things like I want to work out more. You know, I want to lose weight. Hey, I want to uh, maybe go get that, uh, you know, additional college degree that I wanted or a certificate or maybe I want to get a better job. You know, lots of resolutions that we set. Maybe I want to be, you know, maybe I want to start a family. Um, You know, maybe I want to. Uh, take my relationship to the next level. So you got lots of different resolutions, things that you know we want to accomplish in the new year. And thing is, it's one thing to put them down on paper and to say them out loud, but then you have to put them into action. And just like with New Year's resolutions, like if you want, for example, to uh, you want to have a family, then you want to you know you want to start doing the planning and whatnot that is all that's involved there uh, with that. You know, it's not just, you You know, you talk it out with your partner and then, you know, you start taking those necessary steps that you need. Or, you know, if you're like, hey, I want to uh, want to lose weight. Maybe the first thing is you look at the, you know, maybe there's certain things like, hey, I ate dinner too late, you know, or wasn't exercising enough. Maybe you don't exercise at all. Right. And so the way you accomplish that is maybe you go get a personal trainer, you know, or you maybe go start taking a couple of classes or things like that. And so. Just like New Year's resolutions, live streaming, you should have live stream resolutions as well. And that could be something, for example, like maybe I want to be a more consistent live streamer. Maybe you struggle with, you know, you start 
working in January. And then all of a sudden by February, you've gotten off that path, right? You're no longer streaming. Uh, maybe, maybe you said, hey, I'm going to stream like every single week. And you find that, well, I can't do it, but maybe once a month because I forget. Well, maybe you need to set up like a calendar or, you know, maybe you need to scale that back. Like, again, you start at four and you've never done streaming before. Well, maybe you need to start at one or two, something that's a little, you know, not it's challenging, but not so overwhelming. Right. And again, so you need to set live stream resolutions. And I I'd, I'd recommend and you can have I would recommend writing them down for starters. Put them in, you know, if you've got, uh, you know, an Apple product, you can open the notes app. Uh, you can open up, you know, notepad or text editor, anything like that, you know, or even get, you know, some of your favorite things like just a notebook and hand write down. What are some of the resolutions you want to accomplish for the year? Put the big ones at the top, by the way, and start to tackle those. And you're going to see some of these other items I'm going to talk about here. They kind of fall into live stream resolutions as well. So so that's going to be the first thing is setting those expectations. What do you want to accomplish for the year and how are you going to do it? And by the way, you can have a long list of like 20 items. However, you have to remember if you have 20 items and you're trying to do them all at once, that's a lot. And so maybe the best thing to do would be to say, well, I'm going to set three to five resolutions, things I want to accomplish. And then I need to write down what that next step is going to be. So for example, if it's being a more consistent streamer, uh, maybe I need to sit down and look at my schedule and see what can I reasonably do every single, like if I said, I want to stream, you know, uh, four times a month. So once a week, what do I need to do to make that happen? You know, if I struggle with getting guests, maybe I need to, you know, maybe that's another resolution. I might want to say something like, okay, well, I struggle getting guests. And the reason is because I wait till the week before to get a guest and they're already booked. So then I need to be more proactive and start doing some of that outreach, you know, having some stuff kind of already planned out. For example, you know, a lot of times when I reach out to people, I have a, you know, I have a script that I go off of. So I set, set up a template and it pretty much is, you know, telling people about the show, uh, telling them, you know, uh, what we, you know, when our show is maybe giving them a couple of links to some of the past interviews that we've done and then sharing that and then just sending that out to people and, you know, tailoring it just a little bit. Uh, to those individuals like, hey, you know, I want to reach out to X person. Um, here's what I think a good topic would be. Here's when the show is. And hey, here's how you can book that episode. So that way, you know, it's already all that information is already there for them. So again, set those live stream resolutions. So that's number one, number one way to be successful at streaming in 2023. And by the way, just because you set them does not mean they're going to happen. You have to take action. You have to start taking the necessary steps um, to put things into place. Okay, so the next uh, next tip that I would suggest would be to set a bar. And the reason I do this is because, well, you know, if, if you don't have something you're working towards, like, yeah, you have goals that you want to achieve for that year. However, set a bar as well. So uh, that bar is you get to the bar and you can go past it if you want to. Uh, but the goal is to get to that bar, you know, to set that bar, to make it something that is challenging enough, but not too hard. So you want to make sure it's stuff that, you know, you can like you can meet and the th and you have to remember that you're going to hear me say this a lot. If you've never done streaming before, that bar might be relatively low. Don't let that discourage you. If it's a very low bar to start, it's something that you work towards. You again, lately, it's like uh, I'll use a weightlifting analogy, I guess here. So if somebody's bench pressing something and they've never lifted weights before and, you know, and, and uh, a lot of times what will happen is people will go into lifting weights and they'll 
you know, that bar might weigh 20, 25 pounds, right? And then you tack on, well, you know, oh, I, I don't want to look like I'm weak. Well, maybe I'll put on, you know, I want to put on 50 pounds on each uh, side. So maybe you've got up to 100, 125 pounds on that. And you've never done any sort of bench press before, right? Well, that might be too much weight if you've never done it. So you might do it a couple of times and then you, you kind of give up at that point. And so the thing is, you want to set that bar. So know that you can always add more to it. You can always adjust it along the way. You know, if it's too uh, difficult or, you know, if you find it's too easy, then you start to put a little more weight on. Because again, the goal is to get better at streaming. So the only way you're going to do that is to challenge yourself. Now, if you challenge yourself too much and you get burnt out very quickly, that's when you want to scale it back. Kind of like that weightlifting analogy there. If I, for example, put 200 pounds on a uh, weight bar, and I've never done, you know, lifting before. Maybe I can do one or two reps of that. And then I, de- I determine, well, you know what? I'm going to actually scale it all the way back. I'm going to start off at 50 pounds. You know, I'm going to put 50 on each side and I'm going to work my way up to that other bigger goal. And I'm going to do that by, you know, getting in the gym more often, for example. So if, if it's streaming, if you've never done it before, it's getting into the habit of doing it so that, you know, as you are progressing, you're able to do it more frequently and it doesn't actually, it doesn't take enough, take a lot of time. And at the same time, it doesn't feel like you're doing so much extra work, but you're actually challenging yourself at the same time, right? Because, um, so next thing, and the third way to achieve live streaming success in 2023 is, and you heard me mention this earlier as a resolution, and it was to start reaching out to guests, you have to remember there are a lot of people out there that are very good at, for example, streaming and they, you know, some people will do interviews. Some people are so in demand that they, that they, uh, they book up quickly. So, you know, if you're now hitting January, you know, beginning of January and you're like, well, Hey, I want to have somebody on my show next week. Don't, don't expect that you'll be able to go to, you know, that really big name. Maybe you want to start with some of the people that are, um, you know, that are like, that are, good but not like the top people and you want to start you know and, and that might be because well hey you know what i didn't plan enough right i didn't plan out in advance um who i wanted to invite you know don't anticipate that i'm going to reach out to them and the week before i'm going to reach out and i'm going to get a response chances are you need to reach out sometimes a few months in advance sometimes it's you know maybe a month in advance but you have to give people enough time to plan to be in your show and all that sort of thing so start reaching out to guests. And one way I like to do that is, you know, I like to, I use a calendar app and what that calendar app does is it lets me put all of the questions I have for my guests. It lets me put the availability of when we do the show, all that stuff is in my calendar tool. And then people go to that one link. They get an email that says, Hey, here's, you know, here's what our show is about. Uh, they get one link to go book a session. There's no back and forth on email or anything like that. I set up just a handful of times that, that you know, to have them uh, book to be a guest on the show. And then I have everything there for them. I have the questions I need for them. I have a spot where if I need a photo, that's already included. I have, you know, a social handle. If I need that, I have that. I have a bio section. You know, I have all the questions that I want to ask them. Uh, so it makes the booking process a lot easier as well. And this is both for you and your guests. It makes your guests a lot, um, it's a lot easier for them to go book because, well, the guests may, they may say, okay, well, I'll book. And then they go through. And if there's no questions, then they have to wait. But if you have everything set up beforehand and you just send them a link, they can just fill it all right there. 
and you get, and then you get all the information you need to have them on as a guest. So everything is pretty much right there, ready to go. Again, start reaching out to guests early. And one other thing about booking guests, if you don't know anyone, reach out to some of your network and ask your network, hey, do you, you know, I want to talk to certain people in this industry, see if they have any uh, connections. Maybe they can make, uh, make some, uh, make some calls. Maybe they can put you in touch with someone. Um, so that's a, you know, a good way to start getting people on your show. If you're doing a show where, you know, you interview other people. Okay. So let's go on to number four and a fourth way to achieve live streaming success in 2023, how to start off right is to make sure you got the right gear. What do you need to succeed? And I don't mean, do you need the best things to succeed? Maybe that's the question we should ask. And the answer is no, you don't need the most expensive camera or the most expensive microphone. What you need to focus on, you need a good, solid computer. That's going to be the brain of your uh, live streaming. Uh, you also need really good internet. You always, I always recommend plugging into ethernet. And then you just need, you know, for example, some people just use their smartphone, um, but you can use your smartphone. You can use, you know, uh, you can use it for the camera. You can use it for audio recording if you need to. You don't need to go buy a super expensive mic or a mixer or any of that sort of thing. Uh, if you are just getting started, if you've been in the game for a while, you know, remember, maybe it's time to upgrade and you want to check out some additional gear. Um, by the way, you can go to launch your dot live slash EP one zero zero. That was an episode I did where we talked about uh, live streaming gear under one hundred dollars. So lots of uh, good recommendations there. But make sure you got the right gear. And this is important because um, you don't again, you don't have to spend the a lot of money on things, but you want to make sure you get the right things, things like. Audio. Audio is the most important part of a live stream. It's not the video. So focus on a good microphone. Make sure, you know, again, you focus on, well, what kind of streams are you doing? If you're going to be, you know, sitting in your home office or sitting at home doing streaming, you don't necessarily need a mobile a mobile kit or a mobile setup. However, if you're somebody who, you know, you find you travel around a lot and you still want to do streaming, well, maybe you do need, in this case, a mobile setup and a desktop setup. You could have in some cases, a similar setup. You could have the same setup. It really depends on what type of equipment you use, but you don't need the most expensive. So you don't need to go buy a three or $500 mic. You know, you can easily spend a couple grand just on a camera and a microphone and a mixer alone. Uh, you don't need all that. You just need your webcam, pretty good light. And again, focus on the audio. That is the most important part of a live stream. Um, okay, one other thing about gear that I want to mention, just know that you can always upgrade and know that you can also repurpose whatever gear you get. So uh, for example, maybe you're into photography and you do want to invest in a good camera. Well, just know that that camera can be used not, for example, if you're using a like a camera that has an HDMI connection, um, you may want to get a nice DSLR camera. Well, that DSLR camera can also double as you know a, a point and shoot camera for maybe taking some headshots. Maybe you use it to take... Uh, you know, photos to use in your social media posts, you know, for your business, you know, it can double for that. It can also double as a video camera, obviously for your streaming. So you got lots and lots and lots of options there um, for equipment. So just don't look at it as like, well, I'm buying one camera for photography and one camera for streaming. You don't need that. You could get one really good camera and just learn to really use the heck out of it. Okay. So let's talk about the fifth way for success with live streaming in 2023 um, and just, and that's, this is a very simple one. And again, this is a, this is something you want to start working on now. And it's to determine whether streaming is the right medium for you. 
And I say this because, well, it comes back to some of those resolutions. You know, you might say, well, I want to stream once a week. Well, if you don't, if you find that your job is really demanding and streaming's a, uh, you know, a hobby and you find you don't have the time to really commit to it, streaming every single week might be difficult. Maybe you want to do it once a month or a couple times a week. That may be the first thing. Second thing is, you know, it can be the hardest part starting is just getting on camera and for some, you know, and it's hard. And so once you actually start doing it, you may then uh, determine, you may determine you don't like it. You may determine that you prefer to do pre-recorded videos. There's nothing wrong with just doing pre-recorded videos over streaming. I mean, there's tons of people that just publish pre-recorded videos. They don't even do any streaming and they're very successful. So you kind of have to look at it like that, you know, make sure it's the right medium for you. Um, again, that comes down to time. It comes down to bandwidth. It comes down to internet. It comes down to equipment, all that sort of stuff. And there's nothing wrong. Remember, there's nothing wrong with just doing pre-recorded content. Streaming, yes, it lets you connect with your audience in real time. But again, people are successful with just doing pre-recorded. So don't be afraid of that, you know, to just go one direction, you know. And if you want to, um, I'm going to use a couple of uh, examples here. One is going to be, that whole gym analogy, if you've been doing pre-recorded videos and you're like, hey, I want to get into streaming in 2023, just know that like at the gym, you've got to build that muscle. So don't expect that you're going to go, like I said, start lifting 200 pounds right off the bat. If you've never done any lifting before, you may want to start at 100 or even 50, but you got to get that muscle started, you know, start building on that muscle and you're going to notice, you know, some people are going to take bigger jumps you know, bigger, add more weight quickly. Other people are going to take a little more time, but there's nothing wrong with that. Everybody has is on a different journey at times. Um, again, it's all about it's your personal journey. It's not about what, you know, oh, I want to do exactly what this other person is doing. I mean, some people, I mean, it just comes more naturally. So just kind of keep that in mind. It's a muscle. You got to build it. You have to work at it. So again, the reason I'm also recommending checking whether streaming is the right medium for you is so that you can also be testing pre-recorded versus live as well. Determine what's going to be uh, what works best for you. So if you find that you know you're somebody who you just don't like streaming because you don't like being in front of the camera because it can be harsh getting some of that criticism that people will give you at times. Maybe do some pre-recorded video uh, two to three times a month, maybe once a week, and then do maybe one stream once a week, uh, once a month. So that way you can you know basically us. Uh, uh, 75, 25, basically. So you could do pre-recorded 75% of the month and, you know, in 25% of the month or one week, basically it could just be streaming. Um, if that's, you know, your thing and just see how you like it, see if it actually pays off. Sometimes streaming is not, you know, sometimes it doesn't attract the right audience, uh, the way pre-recorded video might for you. So you have to look at it like that and test some things out. Again, the reason I'm telling you now is so that you know you can start testing this early so that as you see things that are successful at the beginning of the year, you can start to make those adjustments. You know, um, maybe maybe you determine pre-recorded, you know, hey, I do better at pre-recorded. Maybe you don't maybe you scale back the live streaming, you know, if you started off with just streaming, you know, so really just start testing things. Um, a couple other things, by the way, uh, start off, you know, with a moderate amount of something. So again, I mean, if you start off at like, okay, I'm gonna do one stream a month. That's good. Let's challenge you a little bit. Let's try doing two streams a month and then see, you know, can you actually, can you reliably consistently do that every single month? Or if you can't scale it back, also look at your analytics. Uh, I'll, I'll give you an example of this podcast. 
you know, we were streaming this, uh, we were streaming this and, you know, I was doing it. I think I was doing like once every week at one point and we scaled it back to every two weeks. And we found that, and the reason we did that was because we looked at the analytics and we saw that, well, every day we released an episode, we got a bump in downloads, but it didn't, you know, it was only happening on the days we released things. So we started making an adjustment. And the reason we did that was because we noticed that it allowed people time to catch up. And, you know, so we were publishing more content than we needed to. So also keep that in mind as well. That can uh, be very helpful for you. Um, again, to help you determine whether streaming's right for you or not. So with that, it's five ways to help you achieve live streaming success in 2023, how to start the new year off right. So I want to thank you for joining us for this first episode, 157 of the Launch Your Live show, uh, where we talked about live streaming success in 2023 and how you can start the year off right. As always, we have a question for you, and that's uh, what are some of the resolutions you set for yourself in the coming year in terms of streaming or in just overall? You know, let us know at Launch Your Live. But with that, we'll see you all on a future episode. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Launch Your Live podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform. Also, visit launchyour.live for more resources based on today's topic, as well as access to even more episodes that will help you level up your live videos. That's launchyour.live. So until next time, keep going live.